All right, guys, welcome back to episode five of the Fantastic Review. I'm your host, Melo15, my disembodied voice, like always, J.O. Um, tonight, we got something special. We got Across the Spider-Verse and The Flash. We're going to be reviewing both of those movies. So if you have not seen them, feel free to come back whenever you have. And because we're going to talk major spoilers and, you know, the cons and the pros and, you know, everything that goes along with that. So and yeah, so we're going to start off with Across the Spider-Verse. Justin, bro, I saw it before you did. I remember coming home that night. I was so hyped to tell you guys about the, the movie. I remember messaging our group chat like, hey, bro, this is one of the best comic book movies of all time. That's I I almost want to say it's better than the first one, even though the first one is amazing, you know? And the only thing that I... There's two gripes about this movie that I have, right? I just want to get that out the way real quick, right? So for Across the Spider-Verse, there was no Sunflower, right? The first movie had the Sunflower track, right? Which, like, bro, that song was huge. Remember every kid in the store was singing it, whistling it. My nephew and niece at the time were, like, like way younger than they are now. They were, like, word for word singing it, you know, stuff like that. So that song was huge. It's hard to... Um, you know, replicate that. That So I thought they were going to be able to do it, though. I actually had faith that they were going to be able to replicate that success. But the soundtrack for Across the Spider-Verse wasn't bad at all. The The second gripe I had... The song has 2 billion views on YouTube. That's crazy. See? I mean, straight up and down, like, that song was... I think that song's success really helped the movie's success, too. It went hand in hand, in my opinion. But the only other gripe I can think of about Across the Spider-Verse is, like, just the fact that it ended. You know, like the movie was really good. And a lot of people were really mad that it ended on a cliffhanger. I wasn't really mad about that. Like, how else were you going to end that movie? If it's like a trilogy, you know, we have to set up the next movie. I mean, I guess you still could have set up the next movie without ending on a cliffhanger. But I thought it was cool. It was almost on some Empire Strikes Back type stuff, dude. You know, you got, you know, I thought it was well because when at the end, when his mom, you know, when his Miles, his mom's like, oh, who's Spider-Man? I was like, okay. Remember when she said that? I was like, what do you mean? Who's Spider-Man? You know, so did you have any gripes about the movie? I mean, what was your... I know you really loved it, though, so... I think it took a little too long to get into, like, the... I don't even know what the right word Like, is. the main plot? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like, it started off really good. And then right after the whole Vulture scene, there's, like, maybe... 30 40 minutes where it's just dead narrative story i don't even know what you would call it after the vulture scene they have like him you know fighting the spot for like five minutes mm -hmm. then from the school on it's just like nothing's really happening i mean i yeah, know I they're setting up for everything but for like yeah. 30 40 minutes it's just like it's really slow I can kind of see where you're going out with that. Like, uh, they, they, they did a lot of character building, you know, between mm -hmm. him and his family and his mom and dad and stuff. Yeah. Though. And I can see a lot of people not really, you know, you know what I mean? But it was, I, I, before I went into the movie, I didn't even know it was two and a half hours long. From so. the school, when he leaves the school, all the way up until he leaves with Gwen, like, however long that is, it's yeah. just kind of just... That was a good chunk of the movie, too. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't, you know... It's I, still good, but... It's just really slow. I know a lot of there was a lot of nitpicky stuff that people were talking about, like the pregnant chick. Like, why is there a pregnant chick fighting? Which I didn't really, because then Peter had his daughter there at all the battle. You know, Peter had his daughter there at all the battles and was like literally putting his daughter in danger. Mm -hmm. But people were like, "Oh, there's a pregnant," which is kind of okay. I get what they're saying, like a pregnant chick. What are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, does she have to be pregnant? You see what I'm saying? 
Like I, I <laughs> that part, I, I, I'm not gonna say like I hated yeah, it. Or, you know what I mean? Like I didn't. Say, I'm not gonna say like I hated it, right? The, the, like I just didn't really pay attention to that part. Like what significance is that? Yeah. Like why does she have character. to be pregnant? Yeah. Right, because they made this version of that of that Spider Woman black, right? So like you not you know like so the first time we see a black Spider Woman, she's pregnant fighting. I mean, what was the point of that? But, you know, when Peter and also when Peter had his uh, little, you know, his daughter with him and he, he's also putting his daughter in danger. So, but I mean, like, I feel like a lot of the stuff about this movie is just really this nitpicky, right? Like there's not, it was just a fant. it was really, really well made, really good storytelling, right? Uh, obviously the animation rocked. I mean, there's not much to complain about. I mean, this is probably going to be one of my top Spider-Man movies ever. Like if if we ever do a ranking of the Spider-Man movies, I mean clearly that movie is like probably top five, probably top three, top five. It's awesome. I don't really, you know, and I'm excited for the next one. They're saying it's gonna end that universe of the animation, so they're probably preparing to do Miles in live action. Which bring it on, bro. You know what I mean? They could probably still do both though. That's see, see, this is the this might turn into like a Sony rant. But, like, Sony has so much they can do with Spider-Man's universe. We talked about this before we shot this. And uh, Spider-Man's rogue galleries alone, his rogue galleries, like his villains, alone, almost, like, they, they might be better than Batman's, right? There's not another superhero that has that lengthy of, like, a rogues gallery and, like, all the, like, the side characters. Like, so you could still keep Miles in animation, then have a live-action Miles. Do... Tom Holland and the MCU have a Sony Spider-Man. Then you can have Andrew Garfield's universe, Tobey Maguire's universe. You can have a Spider-Man 2099 universe. You can, you, you see what I'm saying? That's like already eight things right there that can probably make you a lot of money. You know, we talked about this before, about the, the Tobey Spider-Man and the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. If they were to come back and do another movie, that's guaranteed big ass money, dude. They're not losing money on that unless they like, you know, shit the bed, right? Which is another thing that frustrates me with Sony is because Sony, they'll make a movie like, you know, Across the Spider-Verse and then Craven the Hunter. You know, they'll make, you know, End of the Spider-Verse, then there's Venom 2, where Venom's at a rave with like glow bracelets on, you know? So I don't like, Sony's really literally just like, they'll, they'll shoot 100 and then the next game, 0 for 100. Then they'll shoot 80 for 100. Then the next game, it's 10 for, out of 100, right? Like, they're really, like, hit or miss. Yeah, which shouldn't make anyone excited if they end up doing a live-action Miles adaption. Because their live-action movies, for the most part, aren't that great. No, like, they, I mean, let's look at it. Morbius, terrible. I didn't like any of the... Well... The Venoms were fine, the but Venoms they were weren't cool. good movies, bro. Yeah, they're not good movies, yeah. but they were cool for what they were. And it's like, okay, everybody likes Tom Hardy. He's like a star, right? So cool. We get it, right? Like, I get why those movies are popular, right? You should see some of my nephews when they when they talk about Venom. Like, I get no, why but it's that, popular, that's, right? that was I was going to say that, too. That's The second Venom, that's how you know it was bad, because we took him to go see it, and he didn't give a single fuck about that movie. And I thought I was like, oh, damn, Venom, Carnage. Uh. And, and uh, like, I he, remember, didn't, he yeah. didn't care I at all. He gave two shits, bro. You know, and then so then you add, well, Craven too. Like, I know me and Warren have been debating this. If you guys don't know who Warren is, you know, he helped me start Say What's Real, important to this channel. So shout out to you, Warren. But I, he, me and him have been debating all week about Craven because the trailer, like, how, because you showed me the game, the gameplay trailer, right? About over the new Spider Man game. 
Craven looks amazing. And he looks good, bro. He t sounds good, looks good, like everything. Like I, I feel like that's an intimidating villain, right? But then when you look at the trailer with Aaron Taylor Johnson, what is that, dude? Like seriously, how do you even? Ex I mean, they're probably going to try, right? But listen, bro, we got the ick. We got the fucking ick when we saw the Morbius trailer, and it's just giving me that same feeling, right? So yeah, I don't, I don't like it either. When Sony has a track record of this, of like giving you the ick. Then and it, that's just what I see when I watch the Craven trailer. I'm like, oh, but how do you explain this Craven even having beef with Spider Man? Right? Like, how would you even possibly begin to explain that? Right? They should have just, like, the gameplay trailer I felt was more Craven than the live action. Like, see, that's what I'm talking about with Sony. Like, they can give you the gameplay one, right? They can give you a good Craven, and then in the movies, it's. I don't want to kill. I want to hunt poacher. You know, like, what do we do? He doesn't even talk like that. I know, but I'm just making... His dad does, but I'm just making fun of him. <laughs> you know, don't call pita on me. I like animal. You know, like, what is happening? I was going to mention that, too, when you were talking about, like, having a live action going on and then having the animated still going on. Like, they're doing that kind of already with their video game universe that they're making. Yeah. And I don't know why they're doing that, too, either. Because they're... I'd have to look it up. Let me actually look this up real quick. While he's looking that up, guys, for Across the Spider-Verse, I have not many complaints. And honestly, Justin, I, maybe this might sound like... I give that movie a 9 out of 10, bro. Across the Spider-Verse gets a 9 out of 10. And that's, I think that's a really, really fair rating. The only reason I wouldn't give it a 10 is because, like I said before, like there's like little parts of it, like little tiny itty-bitty, itty like, you know... There's not much to complain about, bro. Yeah, like the movie ends on a cliffhanger and I, yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's not, you know, I feel like everybody, like you could take your kids and enjoy it. You can enjoy it by yourself. You can enjoy it as a family. Like Across the Spider-Verse is just going to really well put together movie. The video game came out September 2018. The movie came out later on December. So three months later. They introduce Miles in the video game. Then you have a movie about Miles later on. So you're like, oh, wow, I want to go fucking see the movie about this character that I just played out in the video game. Yeah. Then they have that whole thing. Then they're doing that again with they're making the Craven movie at the beginning of October. And then the video game Craven is going to be at the end of October. But I don't know why they're doing that because like everything is like it's different. It's, it's so it's they're not even following the same storylines, which is cool. You know they don't have to and they can make different storylines. But I don't see what the point of that is. No, I yeah you're right. They don't have to, but like you're giving us so different characters and different stories and different everything like so close. Like to you're each doing other. one sense. really good, and then like it's almost like you have a different division for the live action who just doesn't give a fuck. Like they're just like yeah. You know, be they probably sat in a meeting room, bro. They were literally like, "Hey, you know this this version of Craven with Aaron Taylor Johnson, he just kills poachers and like he doesn't like animal violence. Yeah, and he's not a, he doesn't really hunt. I don't. It, I shouldn't have to say spoilers because this whole fucking video is a spoiler. But in the first Spider-Man video game, mm -hmm. okay, in September of 2018, Miles' dad dies in that video game. That's how you even know who Miles is. Yeah, Peter saves his dad, tries to save his dad, and he dies. That didn't become a thing until what when the movie came out last month. 
which is like five years ago. Yeah. Well, because, you know, I was speaking of that, like for the next movie, they're not killing his dad, bro. They're not fucking which his would mom's prove dying, my bro. point is I like, are, there's dying, like, bro. there's two completely different things going on at the yeah. same time and they're not even connected to each other, but they're like being marketed with each other. I think Miles has to have a canon event to become because like, every Spider-Man has one. Right? I think his mom dies, bro. You think so? Yeah, I think that's why they spent so much time with her in this movie. Right, because it's like a bait and switch. Right, I guarantee you, next movie, bro, it's gonna be his mom and his dad's the one that lives. I, I, the heat, like, they're gonna go forward and kill his dad now. Like, we're already expecting it. Uh, what we're not expecting is either Gwen Stacy to die or fucking his mom to die. And that would be, you know, Miles's like moment. Like every Spider Man has, right? Every Spider Man has that canon event that like completely makes you who you are. We talked about this a little bit last night too, after we saw the Flash. What do you rate, by the way, before I get into that, what do you rate across the Spider-Verse? Do you give it a 9 out of 10, 8 out of 10? Are we balling, are we balling 10 for 10 here, bud? Or what are we oh, doing? no, I think it was a really good movie. I think it was, like, really good. Yeah. I don't know what I would rate it off the top of my head. It was so good. It's you could really say, like, just, 8, but I feel like 8 is kind of... I don't know. What about is cons? It, like, what is your con of the movie? Like, is there, My only con of the movie was just that it had, like, a... I wouldn't even say a dry spell, but, like... It's because I went to go watch it with, like, the kids. kids. Yeah, okay. So, like, I'm trying to think about, like, their perspective of it. Yeah. For me, I enjoyed it, but I could see, like... Why a kid wouldn't? A younger audience. Like, that, that 30, 40 minutes of the movie just, like, really had nothing going on. But the yeah. the payoff and everything, that whole movie was fire. I, I agree. The soundtrack. the soundtrack is one of the better parts, even though they didn't have a sunflower. Which, you know, hey, th- th- you can't bull uh, perfect every game, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, so... You know, we 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 just saw the Flash last night too. So we're you know we're gonna go into Flash now. We saw the Flash last night, and we were speaking about canon events because you know Spider Man across the Spider Verse is very similar with that. You know, multiverse, time traveling, yada yada yada, right? I don't want to talk you guys ear off about you know we we know right. So uh, the canon event thing, right? But it's it's important because like that is what I really really loved about across the Spider Verse is that in real life it's like that too, right? Like in the moment when bad things happen to us, we we were like sad, we're depressed, we don't like it. It's like very like it gives us anxiety. Like we, it's hard to deal, you know. Then, but your but your future self is looking at it as a hey. Without that moment, I wouldn't be who I am today. I you would not be sit. I would not be sitting here talking to this camera if there were certain things in my life that never happened, right? So I could sit here and like complain about my stepdad who was abusive or I could complain about my stepdad who, you know, called us names all the time and bullied us and just told us we wouldn't be able to do something. But then you wouldn't get me here, you know? So that's what's important. That's the message I love about those movies is, yeah, like messed up stuff's going to happen. It's life. We can't control it. You literally can't control it. It'll happen regardless whether you dream your best dreams. But it just it makes us who we are, and like you should be, you should feel proud of that. Even if you're a, a person who's done really bad things in your life, or you've you feel like you've let everybody down, or people have let you down, you always look at it as like what Spider Man and them said. You know, look at it as something that without that, would you be what you are today? Would you even have the same motivations? Would you have the same dreams, the same goals? You know, things change, and everybody needs character building, right? Like. You can't just like, you know, the kids who I, I respect the most are the kids who kind of had similar upbringings as we had, like the kids who had similar childhoods. Those kids, you could tell they they had to earn everything. They had to grind. They had to earn. 
they're you know they don't take they don't like to take things for granted things just don't come easy for them they have to you know so but yeah we saw um, speaking of that we saw flash last night which twitter bro we gotta stop listening to twitter first of all twitter this is the the weirdest part about the flash is because before the movie came out everybody was praising this movie from youtube critics to film critics you know, to like bloggers who are invited to see the movie early. I mean, this movie was like getting touted as like the best comic book movie of all time. And James Gunn and then were like pouring so much love into it. And everybody was like, remember all the reviews I sent you to send? One of the best movies of the year, like, it, right? And then, then when the movie came out, it just did really bad. And I don't, I don't want to say it's all because of Ezra Miller because you guys really, you guys aren't that dense, right? Like, especially the people who watch me, I'm hoping that you guys aren't that dense and you didn't go see a movie because of Ezra Miller. Like, if you sat there and said, I'm not going to go see it because Ezra Miller's in it. Like, I really hope you didn't do that. I really hope you didn't. Because I've said this before, like, people vote for literal pedophiles. And people vote for, like, war criminals. And you gladly put them in office that are in charge of, like, in charge of, like, people's laws and, like, how we do things around here. So I'm really hoping that's not what it was. But I think what really killed the movie, for me was when James Gunn took over and he, I'm not going forward with Henry Cavill. We're rebooting this entire thing and I'm going to keep certain things from like the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, but the rest of this is going. I'm going to change the ending now so like Bat, Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot aren't in it. I'm just going to change some stuff around and this is what we're going forward with now. I think that's what killed the momentum for Flash. James Gunn did it, dude. And he can't be surprised, right? James Gunn, you can't be surprised, man. Like, Everybody was excited because, hey, they're going to bring Henry Cavill back and finally let's give uh, Superman the, the the justice and respect he deserves. And then you're like, yeah, nah, I don't want I'm not doing that, bro. We're going to actually do a, a different thing, which now you've made it to where you literally have to hit out of the park with the Superman legacy or you're done. I don't know if you agree with me, Dustin, but if Superman legacy, here's what it is, bro. Superman legacy has to make a billion dollars. And it has to do really good review wise or or how how do you go forward with the DCU? How does James Gunn even have a successful DC universe if that movie doesn't do good? Right? I know a lot of people think I'm dramatic, bro, but Superman, but bro, people's grandparents know about Superman. People's like you can go to different countries and people who don't speak English, and you can talk to people who might not fully be up there. If you say, hey, do you know who Superman is, bro? Everybody knows who Superman is, right? So how does a Superman movie not make a billion dollars? Like, how does Aquaman 1 make over a billion? How does Black Panther make that type of money? But Superman can't make a billion dollars. Something's wrong. Clearly, right? Something's wrong when Superman can't make that type of money. Like, something's wrong when Batman v Superman can't make that type of money. Like, something's clearly wrong there. Like, they're not doing it correctly. So going into The Flash, we saw that. And like I said, like, you know, if I would have just listened to straight tw uh, the Twitter critics, like, I wouldn't even want to, I wouldn't even have gone and saw it. Uh, so, you know, I wouldn't have even saw it, but. I didn't really plan on seeing it either until you asked. You know. Because like what you said earlier, like, it literally means nothing to the grand scheme of things. It doesn't. And it's sad because. You know, a lot of people talked really, really down about the CGI. Yeah, the CGI wasn't that good, but it wasn't movie ruining for me. You know, the director said that they did that on purpose. Do I believe him? Eh, I don't know. 
did he make the CGI bad on purpose? I, I don't know what to tell you because almost every DC movie has bad CGI. When, when DC does use CGI, it's not really that good. So when the director says we did it on purpose, eh, did you? I mean, I'll believe you, bro, if that's what you're saying. But, I, you know, besides that, plot-wise and story-wise, The Flash wasn't that bad of a movie. You know, obviously, it's like... So I, I'll let that slide if that's an, actually an intentional thing, but I don't think it was. I no, think that either. they probably just found a way to cut a corner and yeah. took it. But the stuff that they, is not intentional was like... I even pointed out to you like mid movie. I was like, "Hey, dude, like, do you can you tell that he's like CGI'd?" Oh, the other Barry, yeah, because it was just really bad. Yeah, there was certain angles where you could tell, you could definitely. Yeah, and then um, and like if we're going with different Batman's, like, cause you know Michael Keaton's Batman, right? We could have gone with a different Barry Allen, but then like his mom in that universe were like, "Who are you? You're not my son, right?" So I, I get why they did it, but so the. What would you call that when he's in that little ball traversing time? I I guess basically that, just traversing time and so when he's doing that, yeah, and the CGI is showing you like memories or like moments and like other other universes, and uh, it looks like yeah. someone said it looks like Polar Express. Like it kind of did look like Polar Express. <laughs> that stuff, okay, I'll let that slide because his explanation makes sense. But when he's doing the other stuff. Like he's just like running fast trying to save the hospital or he's running fast trying to, you know, that stuff looked bad. That bro. stuff looked bad. And I know they didn't do that shit on purpose. Like the way I think it was the way Ezra Miller was running. Like when he was like, yeah. And he was like doing it on purpose. Like the, it was almost like a, the dog that they had during the hospital scene, all the babies that they had during the hospital scene. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it's cause he put a, Put a fucking baby in a microwave. That shit was hilarious, dude. Like that kind of stuff. Uh, I, it just looked bad. It was like looked fake. It kind of just like, oh damn. I mean, it was really, really good to see Ben Affleck back again. Oh my god, I love that scene with him as Batman. If that's how we end it, kudos, bro. Yeah. I mean, that was fucking amazing, bro. That kind of stuff was. Uh, that was the CGI that was like, all right, cool. This isn't that bad. I mean, it kind of sucked the last time we see Wonder Woman. Or, you know, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. It's like a sex joke. I mean, that's how we ended off with her. You know, I thought we were yeah. all woke. I thought we were woke. I guess we're not woke now. But that's where we're. You know, but. But like I, all the other CGI stuff that they're complaining about, like um, Nicolas Cage. I guess I guess Nicolas Cage wasn't CGI, bro. I, I don't know if that's true or not either, but the director came out and said that he was on set for that. Well, obviously, they de-aged him, bro, right? They yeah, like, him, but that like that. But like they said that, that he was on set for that, you know, which I, I I told you this after we got home, but there was a YouTuber who I used to follow, I used to watch every day. His name was John Schnapp. He made a documentary about, you know, the death of Superman lives, what happens, you know? And it was about Nick Cage almost playing Superman in the 90s, right? So I thought that was a really cool moment, bro, because I I had grown up watching so much YouTube with this guy and he would talk about, hey, you know, check out my documentary. You know, you guys can, you know, buy it and support me. And it's cool that like they literally showed Nick Cage's Superman spiting, uh, you know, fighting the spider. Yeah. That was, you know, that was really cool. They had George, Re you know, uh, Christopher Reeves. I didn't think that part was like horrible CGI. I mean, obviously it was CGI, yeah, but it, I think know. all of that stuff looked bad, but like if what he's saying is like they intentionally did that because they're in this like you know, warped time war, yeah, yeah. That, then like kind of just gotta like let it live but the rest of the stuff i, I don't i wouldn't let slide because i know they didn't do that shit on purpose you know supergirl wasn't bad at all 
Like she was actually a really good part of the movie. I mm-hmm. didn't mind her at all. Like obviously the actress looked great. Like she not only did she like look like, like attractive, but she did great in the role. Uh, I wouldn't mind if they brought her back as Supergirl, bro. I wouldn't mind if James Gunn said, "Hey, we're gonna bring her back," and like when we reboot this, like she'll be a different version of Supergirl. Go ahead, bro. That she did good. I think she said she wants to as well, huh? Yeah, she did actually. Yeah, I saw that before we went to see the movie. Michael Keaton's Batman. I was cool to see him again. I mean, it was funny because when you first see him, he's like hella long hair and a beard. It doesn't want to do anything. He's like, then all of a sudden he's like shaven and cut hair. Where did he get a haircut at? Seriously. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't want to be nitpicky here, but like, he's like, let's get nuts. You know that little Michael Keaton voice? He's like, nuts. Nuts. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. (laughs) Let's get nuts. You want to get... Remember yesterday we... Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. Remember we yesterday when we saw the movie, we were talking about like, what if it was my, Mike Tyson <laughs> as Batman? Hey, what, you guys, what are you guys doing? What you guys, what you guys want to go fight Zod? Zod? Hey, hey, General, hey Zod. General Zod, you must be Zod. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, General Zod, you're a punk. <laughs> but, you know, it was kind of sad too because like Michael Keane's Batman dies in this movie, right? He gets fucking packed out, which, you know, that scene that you're talking about where he's actually fighting one of the Kryptonians and people had a problem with that. He died because of that. So, yeah, well, like he did. He died because like he got like, yeah. Yeah. Like he did die because of that. Like, you know, so, I mean, it's not like he, he but, was kind of against his punches in, but like he ultimately died. And then that guy still lived. Right. You know, Supergirl ends up dying in this movie. And no matter what Barry and the other Barry do, they can't change that. Right. It was almost like, a, again, the canon event thing. Remember, he's like, hey, no matter what you do, you'll try to go back as many times. You cannot change us. This has to happen, right? Which is what, like, ultimately at the end of the movie, both Barrys realize and they, you know, they fix everything, right? You know, me and you asked, too, throughout the movie, like, who who killed Barry's mom? I guess, you know, the director came out and said it was in the second movie, it was going to be Reverse Lash. I thought it was going to be him. Like, he was going to, like, he realized that he had to go back and do that. Which, that made sense when you pointed out to me in theaters. Like, oh, I guess, yeah. You know, so, you know, the second movie, imagine it's reverse flash. Like, I'm the one who killed your mom. I'm the one that even started all this, right? So, but yeah, I mean, the flash, it wasn't as bad as people say, man. No, it definitely wasn't. wasn't. No, and like, you know, a lot of people had a problem with like, oh, so they're not going to use Superman, but they're going to use fucking Supergirl, huh? Like, you know, like a lot of people who are against women being in movies. Like, I get why people say that, right? Like, because it seems like a lot of companies will just cram down let's make female Thor now and let's make female Captain America or whatever. But, you know, she, she played the actual character, Kara, his cousin, you know, she wasn't like Cal L as a woman, right? It was literally like her character in the comic books and the source material. She's Clark's cousin. She comes here on a pod just like he does. The actress did really great. Like I said, the ending was funny too because it ends up being George Clooney, which a lot of people who leaked that like months ago when I was showing you guys that, they were getting clowned for that you guys are horrible leakers and that's not even true. That doesn't even make sense. But it ended up being George Clooney that walked out of the car, right? So from my understanding, Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller's Flash isn't in the DCEU anymore. He's in another universe now. And I think that's the perfect way to send him off, right? Hey, Ezra, you've done too much fucking weirdo shit. We can't really have you like tied to this company, but we'll end it to where your Flash is stuck in another universe, right? And the DCEU will have its own Flash that isn't tied to that. Perfect way to end it. I mean, honestly. That I, isn't a fucking real life criminal. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, someone is like, you know, he's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just, uh, 
here to steal your liquor, you know, but I give I don't I don't know, bro. I don't even know how he became Flash in the first place. I don't remember exactly what his performance was like in the Justice League movie, well, the but the Flash movie was being talked about in like 2015, 2016, bro. That was a long fucking time ago. But his acting was cut his acting was kind of bad, dude. Or maybe that's just like who he is and like how I think it's uh, well to but... me, I think it was because we saw a lot of videos like, you know, when he like was trying to call out the Ku Klux Klan and like all those videos of him at the bar, like being a troll and fighting people. So when you see him talk in the movie, he just he really does come across as like a huge they them, bro. Like and no offense to they thems, like I love you guys, but you know what I mean, I I know some really good they thems, like honest people, but you know, I'm talking about them like the midgets or like leprechauns, but like no, real for real, like I know a lot of cool they thems. So it's but not it, that you're a they them, but like clearly Ezra Miller like came across as like a huge they them. Yeah, his whole vibe is just, I just I don't know how he became Flash in the first you know, place, dude. So I actually I said the same thing about Shazam. Shazam, like it. I imagine him so much differently, and then the actor that plays him is just like a complete fucking goofy. Oh yeah, Zach is that? Like, wow, I have superpowers now. Yeah. Wow, like, yeah. that's not Shazam, dude. I actually hope for Superman Legacy they get David Cornsweet, bro. Like, get my guy from Pearl Dog. I showed you him, you know, or Jacob E. Lordy. I actually hope they get Jacob E. Lordy for Batman, dude. I've been trying to tell people about my boy Jacob, dude. They don't like him because he's in Euphoria. So anybody who's ever done Euphoria, they can't do other roles. You know, what I mean, everybody does that online, bro. You mean that fucking bitch from Euphoria, dog? I mean, like, everybody gets, like, hella mad, like, oh, so they can't be in other roles? I don't get it. What are we doing here? They can't, they, you know what I mean? Listen, like, J.K.P. Lordy looks like Batman. You're telling me you wouldn't kiss him. Honestly, like, you look at a picture of J.K.P. Lordy, bro, and you're telling me that's not Batman. I'm sorry. I was cool with him being Superman, too, but once they pointed out David Cornswell, you know, get him. He's literally, like, a younger version of Henry Cavill. And I know what he does kind of look like him, yeah. And I know what people are gonna say, well, you could have just had Henry Cavill. Well, well, clearly James Gunn doesn't like him, bro. Or they wanted to go with the younger version of Soups, which yeah, bro, go with the younger version. And if you are, get David Cornsweet, dude. I think they had to, right? Because if if they're gonna try to do like this whole five, ten year, you know, they're gonna have to go with someone who can fit the bill. Yeah, dude, yeah, get David Cornsweet, bro. He literally looks like that. If you get like a thirty year old now, they're gonna be forty by the time the movie ends. Or if they're like in their mid thirties, yeah. he's like fifty. Like, how old is Henry Cavill right now? I think he's in his mid forties. Look it up. He could quick, be. Yeah. While he looks it up, uh, for the Flash guys, I'm gonna give it an honest rating. It's gonna be a seven out of ten for me. That's not bad, bro. I mean, yes, the CG. There's a lot of bad CGI parts. He's so, forty right now. Okay. So if they were to like continue on, they'd be fifty by the time this ends. Yeah, and see, I mean, they they could do it, but does he want to do it, right? I give Flash 7 out of 10. I think that's a fair rating for the Flash. You know, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of shaky CGI parts. You know, the the, the controversy with Ezra Miller. You got, you know, the James Gunn coming in and like changing the ending multiple times. And just like the fact that, you know, this movie doesn't mean shit after you watch it. That's why I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. But, you know, the 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 shining moments for me in this movie was Supergirl and Michael Keane's Batman, bro. Those two, like I, I had a lot of fun watching those two. You know, Supergirl wasn't cringy. You know, a lot of, you know, because it could have been very cringy to send. Like, you know, like, she's just like this. Like, how, you know, like, floating and just, like, angry. But she, when she acted as Supergirl, it, it came across natural to me. Right? Yeah. It, it didn't come across as, like, cringy or forced or, like, she's like, where's my cousin? Like, it's just, like, it was, like, it, it came across like it was natural to me. So. Yeah, no, she I think you're right. I think that her character is probably one of the the shining moments yeah, of the movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
Ezra Miller, he just something about him, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, if he's not the Flash anymore, I'm kind of glad. It just there's something about him that is I can't shake off, bro. There's just always this like, like it is like I told Justin this last night when we watched the movie, but I had seen the Ku Klux Klan video before the movie, and like, that's all I could hear mm-hmm. when he was like, "Bye," and like it's like you know, and like, and you know what you're doing, so if you keep on doing it. You just might as well shoot yourself with your own gun. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, bro, like the whole thing just seemed like, and he was wearing his flash ring in that video too. In the Ku Klux Klan video, he's wearing his flash ring. So, I mean, like, honestly, bro, what he should have done, what Ezra Miller should have done from the beginning, and I've been saying this, he should have just came out and I'm, and I'm, I'm definitely like mispronouncing. I'm like not using the right pronouns for him. So, I mean, we're already too late. It's too late, bro. I'm not using, I'm not going to go back now. You know how much of a pussy I would look right now if I go back and use his actual, like, you know, preferred pronouns. I feel like once I st- once I made that first mistake, got to keep, you got to double down. But yeah, once Ezra Miller, um, once he did the whole, <laughs> what were we t- <laughs> the Ku Klux Klan video? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Once okay, yeah. That's what I was gonna say is he he should have just came out like out of all the crimes he was like doing and like being accused of. He should have been like, hey, I'm I'm like role playing as Reverse Flash. I kind of got caught up in it. Like I'm I'm not really like that. Like, I was only trying to, like, role-play and, like, do method acting. I think people would have bought it, bro. Can you imagine if Ezra Miller came out and was like, hey, I'm just method acting, bro. I don't, like, I don't really, like, groom kids and, like, beat people up. And, well, I do beat people up and steal liquor and stuff from people's houses. But, like, I'm just, like, this is just a role I'm trying to play. Like, how can I be the reverse flash for the second movie if I'm not, like, I would have came out and said I'm method acting. And I guarantee you, bro, people would have bought it. I would have bought it. Shit, dude. I mean, I feel like our president's... Like Joe Biden method acts like every day, bro. So I mean, like you're telling me Ezra Miller can't do that. But what do you what do you rate the movie? It's probably like a high six, low seven. Yeah, that's a fair one, dude. And then for the Spider Man movie, I'd probably give it like a high eight, or like a low nine. Yeah, I think the Spider Man movie was like really good. A high eight, low nine. But perfect. I think like you can't really give it a ten because I feel like ten is like what's a ten? I feel like the Dark Knight is a ten with the Heath Ledger. I mean, there's only a couple tens that I can think of, but, but like I, I would, I would put it up there, dude. It was a really good movie. Yeah, the Flash was a, it was a good movie. It definitely wasn't as bad as everyone made it seem like it was, but. I feel like, guys, if you want to see Ben Affleck's Batman one more time, you want to see Gal Gadot one more time, you want to see Michael Keane's Batman go out, you want to see Supergirl, like a good version of Supergirl. You just want to have a good time. You want to kind of see where the Snyderverse ends and where like the new beginning, like this is, I think you should just enjoy it, bro. I would just go enjoy it. Don't listen to people on Twitter because literally this movie got so much praise before it. And then now because of Ezra Miller's alleged crimes, like everybody's like jumping on the whole, this movie sucks and he grooms kids. It's like, yeah, maybe, but like, like, you know, like don't jump on the hate train because like, that's what the internet's no, talking I, about. I mean, it was a good movie. Yeah. But yeah, that's the fantastic review our fifth one guys thank you for joining me like always thank you for the you guys on spotify and apple podcast but i keep having to thank you because the last two weeks have been really great numbers if you guys can share those links with people like if they if they don't like video format stuff like this cool but share the link this episode of the fantastic review will definitely be on spotify and apple podcast this week because obviously i gotta you know put something out there i can't let that shit die out there but and yeah, and like I said before in previous fantastic reviews, I do this for my for my dear friend Fran. 
obviously I, I miss her a lot and it's uh it's been really hard not having her around to like talk about this kind of stuff and just you know she gives me her feedback on the videos so i will forever honor my friend this way and if you guys like their fantastic reviews and want more just comment below and let us know what you want us to review i'm down to like do like if you guys want us to review something i mean that's we'll do it so but yeah until next time guys peace